Hi everyone, I'm Tara Lawn. Welcome to Time Out with Tinseltown Mom. I'm here today with Jacqueline Ramsey, founder of The Fresh Test, a femtech company based in Los Angeles, where she created a natural 50 gram glucose beverage for the screening of gestational diabetes mellitus. Jackie's also a triathlete and a former Survivor contestant, plus a married mom of two. Today, she's going to talk about how she overcame postpartum depression while running her company. Hi, Jackie. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being here today. Can you just tell us a little bit more about yourself and your family dynamic? Absolutely. So I live in Los Angeles. I've been married for over a decade and I have two beautiful kids, six years old and four years old. And yeah, I guess I was a transplant from Minnesota, but I've been here in Los Angeles for a very long time. Yes. And I mentioned in the, your background that you're an athlete, a triathlete, yes. and you're a former survivor contestant. Yes. <laughs> so you have a very rich background. You've done a lot. <laughs> It's been, a fun, it's been a fun <laughs> life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've done sports my whole life and I actually met my husband on the show survivor that happened back in gosh, 2008. But um, yeah, I was out there in Africa and he was working for the show. And so the day I got kicked off, I actually met him and we fell in love pretty instantaneously. Wow. So that's oh, worked out. <laughs> so beautiful. That's great. Thanks. So today we're talking about postpartum depression and how you actually had this while you were running your company. Mm -hmm. So before we get into our topic, why don't you just tell us a little bit more about your career background, just so we can see yeah. how you got to where you are today. Yeah, sure. So since college, actually even in college, I've always been in healthcare, but I have a business um, degree. So I worked for a number of fortune 500 medical device companies, primarily in endocrinology and obstetrics. And so I have like 15 plus years of experience with that. And, uh, we, actually when I got pregnant, I went in, uh, to my OB, they asked me to take a screening test for, uh, diabetes. And that's when I decided to launch this company. Right. Was this with your first child? Yeah. With my firstborn. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so tell us about that. Yes. I know that you were very inspired to create this natural beverage after your experience. Yeah. Like what, what was going on? And they were trying to get you to drink something that was just unnatural. Yeah. So I look, I mean, I just had so many years of experience in this industry. I actually used to teach diabetes classes, carb counting classes. Um, some of my best friends were certified diabetes educators. So uh, you know, as most moms and, and women, we read labels. I took a look at the glucose beverage they gave me for this very, very important screening test. And I was astonished. It was, uh, it had ingredients that were commonplace in the 1970s when it was invented and it hadn't changed much since. And being so close with the OBs in my area, I was like, oh, well, surely they'll have a conversation with me as to alternatives and what else I could do. And I was really surprised. I had a bounce between three uh, OBGYNs before I found one that was willing to talk about it with me and let me do something different. Um, but essentially, I just didn't want to ingest certain ingredients that was in traditional glucola and I knew it could be better. Yeah. So. so what was the alternative for you? What did you end up ingesting? I ended up doing a pressed juice. Uh, 
that I felt comfortable and my OBGYN felt comfortable. Now, having done three years of R&D before launching my company, I realized that actually isn't exactly equivalent. Um, fructose is different than sucrose, which is different than glucose. And I quickly came to realize why there were no healthy alternatives. It's the product is labeled as a medical device and there's a lot of hurdles to prove equivalency, like a crazy amount. Um, so anyways, it just hadn't been improved in decades. So, wow. And then when did you get the, the inspiration that you wanted to start your own company with this natural, these natural pretty much. Yeah, pretty much right away. I, went in, I was very passionate about having something different. My OBGYN said, yes, I've always thought about that as well. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Right. So I was pregnant with my son. I kind of hired some consultants. We started brainstorming. And then it was in maternity leave where I was like, okay, I sort of have some time, um, or at least a break from my nine to five job. Um, which was fairly intense at the time. And so that's when I really invested a lot of time, R&D, and decided to launch the company. So when you were on maternity leave is when yeah. you really worked hard on. And so I know you had a job that was very intense. You were like traveling out of the country very often, yes. right? Like every couple of weeks I was at, in a different country. It was my dream job, like full on. I was ecstatic to be in this position. It was business development for, for a medical company. Um, but then I had a little baby and yeah, couldn't make that. Uh, I tried to make it work, <laughs> but it was tricky. Yeah. So how soon did you launch your company after you had this wonderful idea? Like how soon from the yeah. time you had the idea to launch did that happen? I, I pretty much, I mean, the product wasn't launched until it got through FDA uh, registration and all and all the regulatory QMS requirements. Um, so the product came out just like three years ago, but I launched the company, gosh, two months into maternity leave. Wow. Now, when were you able to transition out of your job to this desire? A year later. Oh, a year, a year later. later. Okay. Yeah. So after having my son, I spent like the a year basically in limbo of, you know, working on my dream startup, working at my previous company and um, being a new mom. Wow. Okay. So our topic at hand, we're talking about postpartum depression. When did you, now, did you notice first notice you had postpartum depression with your first child or was it with your second? It was with my first. And I actually didn't have a postpartum depression with my second. I think I had, I think I learned what to be aware of and be cautious of before. And I was able to tackle it head on, but with my son, I mean, anyone that's been, been through postpartum depression, it's just, it's something else. Yeah. (laughs) It's a unique chapter for sure. What, what, tell us about your journey. Like what, how did it start? Like, what did that look like for you? Well, I was in complete denial, which seems so silly to me. Um, Depression runs in my family. Uh, I've experienced it, you know, every kind of up and down throughout my life. So I should have been aware that it was a possibility. They say one in seven women experience postpartum depression. That's a pretty significant number. And I almost feel women should be screened um, more for it and and talked through. But anyways, I was in complete denial for about, I don't know, probably five months. 
I thought, oh, this is just how motherhood is. Um, It is just, it always kind of shakes me up thinking about it. But but the reason I was in such denial is that I was so in love with my newborn. I was just so happy. I'm like, well, surely I can't be depressed. I'm like, I'm so happy. I've never been happier in my life. But it was coupled with a very dark period, you know, an inability to sleep, which is common for new moms. I was like, oh, that's fine. Um, But unable to like make decisions and, you know, panic attacks, anxiety, just like a dark cloud over everything. So it's kind of like the telltale symptoms. You Google it and you're like, yeah, of course you have it. Yeah. But, um, but I didn't want to admit it. So I wasn't reaching out to help except to my husband, which is a lot to put on a husband. I do not suggest that. Yeah. Um, and then I finally got to like pull through and I just thank a lot. I, I thank the Lord number one, but also this company that God blessed me with, um, really helped pull me through. It was, it was so interesting. It was like, it was like being, having cheerleaders all throughout this chapter of women saying like, we need this. Thank you. Please create this constantly like daily. And it was like constant reaffirmation of like, yes, this is the right path. And it felt so good. It wasn't like it was white knuckling anything, which in the past, I mean, that's, that's work (laughs) sometimes it just felt really good and really easy. And so every like week I was working on it, I just felt like I was coming out of this cloud and it just continued to get better and better over the course of a year. And I think, you know, I had a business coach that really, really helped me through it. I reached out to various counselors and therapists, and I would just end up bawling throughout the whole session. And that wasn't it for me. What was it was, you know, prayer, listening to a million sermons, um, a business coach and this startup. Wow. So you, it took you a year to get out of that postpartum depression season that you right. were experiencing. Yeah. It can year. last, it can last a very long time. They say, I mean, it can last a few weeks, a few months to, you know, over a year. Now, how did, how did your husband try to help you initially? He didn't know. He didn't know how to help. We, yeah. I think we both thought like, this is just motherhood. Like it was just so hard. Yeah. Um, he, he honestly didn't know. Yeah. And they say that postpartum depression can also get more dramatic, more intense when you're making a very big decision or a very stressful decision in life. So I recommend not doing that <laughs> and just soaking in the, the new mom season. But um, at the time I was deciding to leave my company, um, my, the company that I you know spent years trying to get with and with my, you know, my dream job. And I had to make a decision if I was going to leave international travel and now, you know, be more focused as a mom. So it was just a hard, a hard season. So you say you recommend not making big decision, but you made like a huge decision, a big decision. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But you know what, in my situation, I just had to, right. So my son was six months when I went back on the road. Um, we flew to Malaysia and I was like, okay, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to bring him with, we're going to hire some nannies. I'm going to do this. 
And I quickly realized that's just silly. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't bring a new, I mean, you can bring a newborn with you and you can adapt, have them adapt to your lifestyle. But what I felt the family needed was me at home. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you ever have to take any medication to help you through these seasons? At that time, I decided not to. Um, I felt with, uh, with nursing and such, I didn't want to. In hindsight, I think that would have helped me get out of it faster. And I think it might, but every woman has that choice to make. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's every road's different for everyone. Um, Like what are some of, if you don't mind sharing like some of the darker times that maybe you experience with postpartum depression? Yeah, it was just, uh, everything was just, I mean, being a new mom is just challenging. Right. But it was just like, it was just a very sad time. Um, I think one, there are two instances where I'm like, oh shoot, I need to reach out for help. And, um, one was just like, you know, crying out for help, uh, with my husband. And then another instance, and they said, you know, like anger, irritability can like be significant during those times. And, and I'm sad right now. Not that I'm like, it's almost kind of like, it was just such a incredible chapter too, as I'm, I, I reminisce sometimes, but, um, another time is I had mama bear instinct and some of my frozen milk got unfrozen accidentally. My husband left the freezer door open. I got so mad and I'm like throwing frozen milk. I'm like, that is not right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just, just like your company's helping so many women, like even your story, people listening to what you're going through, they may be experiencing the same thing. It's helping so many people too, who maybe don't realize that they're in that season of postpartum depression and they need to, you know, reach out to someone. Exactly. Like if, if the statistics are correct, one in seven, it's so very common and it's, you know, sparked by a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of hormone changes and similar to gestational diabetes screening with postpartum depression. It's really, you can't, there's sometimes no rhyme or reason. There's no great indicator of like, oh, you're definitely you know, more apt to have this than not. So you really, I feel like physicians and friends and family really need to reach out to new moms and just check in with them and keep digging because it's, it's a strange time in life to need help emotionally. Yeah. Cause you want to be so strong for your new baby. <laughs> yeah. And I'm imagining some people may not they may think a lot of the things and maybe some of the things or a lot of the things are normal, you know, just imagining, I'm just remembering not getting any sleep, you know, maybe, right. I don't know, maybe some people get their symptoms confused with, okay, this is just normal. You're sleep deprived, exactly. you're a little irritable, or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's something bigger than that. And I don't know yeah, if there's, there's a screening or if someone would have to go to the doctor and I guess get diagnosed with it, or is it something they have to kind of diagnose themselves? Like, do you know anything? And maybe, that? maybe a bit of both. I think pediatricians are trained to try to screen for it. OBs are, but they ask just a few questions. Right. And so many women will just want to shuffle along and say, Oh, no, thumbs up. Everything's a okay. Yeah. And so that's where I think a lot of digging, um, you know, the support circle is important. Yeah. And for a new mom, it's just, it's crazy to me that I didn't see the signs. And so 
I just caution all women to just constantly check in with yourself and, and, you know, there should be moments. It, it shouldn't be as hard as it was for me first time around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, because you were starting your company and you were, you had some excitement in your life. Do you feel like that yes. helped, you know, having something to look forward to? It helps so much. And it helped really feeling like I was in alignment with what I was called to do. Um, it felt really good that I had, you know, so many moms cheering it on. Everyone that I shared it with was very excited about it. I mean, it was tough. Don't get me wrong, but like things just kept falling in place. And I just feel like I was listening more to my heart as to like which direction I should take versus, you know, my mind. And so absolutely like it was, I'm so, so thankful that I started the company when I did because it changed everything. Yeah. And I'm imagining just uh, any mom listening, even if you don't have postpartum depression, but you have a, a little one, a newborn, or it's your first child, your third child. I'm imagining just having something to look forward to, even if it's just like, I don't know, reading a scripture yeah. <laughs> from the Bible or yeah, um, maybe exactly. you have a show that you like, you look forward to that, or, you know, maybe you're starting yes. a hobby, you know, just something to look forward to. Cause I think a lot of mothers may be in a situation, especially having multiple children and a newborn, they may feel like they have nothing to look forward to, right? They're not getting sleep. They have to pick up the third child. You know what I mean? So right. doing just, as much as possible for like self-care, like, so yeah, in that season of mine, I had this phenomenal business coach, which real, who realized that I was not doing much for myself, which seemed, I mean, how could I have this baby who needed me 24 seven? Yeah. You know, I stopped running. Um, I, I shouldn't have stopped running. <laughs> that was a huge mistake because I needed that for my endorphins and all, but yeah, for all new moms, like definitely folk find things that make you smile, make you yeah, look forward to every single day, just to make sure you're in the best, healthiest headspace for that little one. Yeah. Even if it's just going on walks, like with the baby in a baby carrier, like it's so helpful being out in the sun and everything. Where were you in your company, the launch of your company, like maybe at the darkest time, like what did that look like as you were trying to launch your business? Was it affected at all? Um, I think, like I mentioned, like it was really hard for me to make decisions. So that may have slowed it down. Okay. Um, but no, every time I sat down to work on it, it just felt so right that those were like the better times. And so, um, the more and more time I I spent on it, I just felt like, okay, this is what's going to get me through. And it's very unique. Like you wouldn't think like starting a company is what's going to pull you out, but, right. um, but it, it just was, it felt so good. And, um, it was like a very serendipitous moment when I decided to start this company because I had so many years of experience in these specific specialties that I was like, of course this feels right. So, um, tapping into just like all my experience just felt great. Yeah. So, so what did that look like? I want to hear more about how you started your company because that's amazing that you were able to get all the resources that you needed to even start this. Like, what did that look like? Did you just pull from your experience from your medical background? I had a lot of I had a lot of contacts that I could reach out to a lot of good friends, past colleagues that helped me along the way. Um, I prayed over 
finding, you know, the right fit, the right people to advise me. And so, um, yeah, I just reached out to as many people as possible and took their wisdom and hired consultants because I didn't have the bandwidth. I didn't have the time to actually do this. I really just wanted to cuddle my little one. Um, so I just hired out. I just used the funds that I had to hire the right people and work on it when I could. And your little one was one when you actually were able to transition out of your job yeah. and work on yes. your passion full time. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. I, I think there's like a lot in here, like even working on your passion, there's moms who have passions that maybe they've just put on the back burner because they think because they have kids, they can't work on their passions. Yeah. It was like, I have these um, images in my mind. I would have my son. I'm like, the bouncer right next to my desk and I'd be bouncing him. I'm like, we're doing this together. <laughs> like he was just like, because it was in the, the mom space, it felt so good. And, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to change culture. Right. So like I have this new company and guess what? I'm going to have my baby at every single meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I was just like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to be wearing him. He's going to be crawling around and that's just the deal. And <laughs> It, it worked. It wasn't the best always, but it, yeah. Worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what it, can you tell us about your company like this? Because you only launched your product three years ago. Mm-hmm. How, how is it doing? Like from beginning to how it's doing now? It's doing great. So um, even from the start, I knew there was going to be a huge demand for a more natural product. I think with all pharmaceuticals and devices, if you can find something that's just as effective, that's exactly equivalent, but more natural. I think we're all inclined to choose that. Um, But it did take many years of R&D and testing and regulatory work. So, but three years ago I launched and right off the bat, I mean, it's just such a blessing. It was like, without doing much marketing at all, we've had a steady increase of demand every single month, just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And now we're getting the attention of uh, Fortune 500 companies. We're hoping to partner or possibly partner if that's in the cards within the next year. Um, But it's doing great. So we have midwives ordering the product. We have OBGYNs, laboratories, and then patients directly can order. And so it's really new moms that are spreading the word. They look up, you know, online, what is gestational diabetes screening? They look at their options and then they discuss it with their doctor. And now there's an FDA registered product out there. That's cleaner. Wow. So and if, delicious. Yeah. That's why I keep hearing it's delicious. It tastes like lemonade is what I heard. Yes. Lemonade. And it, it has, um, the formula is patented, but it has mint in it. So it eases nausea. So oh. one issue with this test is a lot of pregnant women can't keep it down. So then they're left with no other option or less effective options. So this product, uh, we did a survey of close to 400 women and all but one enjoyed the taste. So we're really proud of that. We put a lot of heart and work into making sure it was just, just perfect for mamas. So let's say a mom is at the point where she has to take this glucose test and her doctor's like, okay, you need to drink this, whatever. Can she put it on pause and I guess order your product and use that instead? Like, is it something that can be that simply done? Yeah, that's exactly right. One second. Um, 
Yeah. So just put it on pause. Just ask your physician, Hey, I found this other, you know, equivalent product. If they haven't heard of it yet, many have, they just Google it. They'll go to our website and they'll see all the validation work and white papers. And hopefully they'll give you the thumbs up. Most will. And yeah, a patient can just order it directly and have it ready for the day of her screening. And so how the screening test works is you, you consume 50 grams or 75 grams of glucose. Then you have your blood drawn and depending on where your plasma blood glucose is determines if you can be diagnosed for gestational diabetes. And like I mentioned, there's very few symptoms or reasons. And there's some ethnicities that have a higher chance of having it, but oftentimes it's very hard to diagnose without doing this test and, and, um, stressing your pancreas. You have to have a a large sum of glucose in order to figure out if you have it or not. Okay. Now can people only use your product if they're getting tested for gestational diabetes or is it, is it useful for other things as well? They can use it for all diabetes screening tests. Um, my kids use it at lemonade stands. (laughs) Really? Okay. It's truly delicious. It's the highest quality ingredients you'll find in a lemonade because we put so much thought into this to make it as palatable as possible. So it's extremely um, well-made. So anyways, you can use it as a lemonade if desired. Wow. (laughs) And it's vegan too, right? Yes. It's vegan. It's non-GMO. There's no preservatives. There's no additives, no dyes, no artificial food coloring or um, uh, flavoring. So it's just three simple ingredients. That's very well tested. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Jackie, for being here yes. today. Is there anything that you want to say to any moms out there listening about anything? Well, we I just think um, all moms, I, I would just encourage you guys to listen to your heart and, you know, do what you feel is right. And don't be afraid to ask questions, I suppose. Okay. Wonderful. And then where can people find the fresh test if they want to order your product or learn more about it? Yeah. So they can go to thefreshtest.com. Super easy. Um, we'll try to send over a discount code for the listeners here Oh, wonderful! and on Instagram at the fresh test. And you'll see a lot of providers and, and mothers trying it and the reaction. It's fun to see uh, women really like it. Thanks for listening to Time Out with Tinseltown Mom. If you liked what you heard today, please be so kind and rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Because when you do that, you get this podcast in front of more listeners. And I want to offer more encouragement to a wider audience. So any positive reviews that you can give would be so helpful. Until next time.